0: What's up, pimps and players? Oh <laughs> Welcome God. to the Diamond Mind <laughs> Podcast, where we listen to all 92 Diamond albums certified by Billboard. Today's album is
1: Falling Into You by Celine Dion.
0: And let me tell you, this one is not as bad as uh, Let's Talk About Love. I I enjoyed this.
1: Oh yeah, this one is way better. Uh But just to give you a little, I don't know, a little facts, uh, this album was released in 1996. It went 11 times platinum, and there are 16 songs, and it is one hour and 16 minutes long.
0: And uh, when we first looked at that, we were like, oh my gosh, I'm not excited. Mm -hmm. This isn't going to be good. Let me tell you, for the first half of this album...
1: It was pretty good. Shoot,
0: maybe even first 10 songs. This album was like... It was kinda hitting different I think
1: it was. I think it was like the first ten songs. Were it's good. like the
0: last six she kinda mellowed she out a little she bit. Dwindled. She got out of her bag. Yeah, um but for sure. Uh yeah, I'm good to go whenever you are.
1: Alright, so first song, it's all coming back to me now.
0: Now this song is seven minutes and thirty six seconds long. Yeah. And when I first saw that, I was like, Oh my gosh. We're in for some more let's talk about love, but this this is gonna be so tough to get through. Um this song does not feel like seven and a half minutes.
1: No, this Um, song was great.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, um, it starts off sounding and I mean this in the best way possible. It sounds like funeral music. Like like that hits your soul type type music. Yeah. Um Honestly, she's so she's so powerful. Um, her voice, you can feel every emotion that she's trying to get, get across with her voice. Um, I just, I just really enjoyed the song. It really just hits the soul.
1: Yeah, this is one of, I mean, it's one of the best ones on the album. It's one of the most popular ones off of the album. Uh, this song is power ballad. That's pretty obvious when you listen. And it was apparently inspired by the book Wuthering Heights, so yeah, there's a fun fact for you.
0: Yeah, I've never read that.
1: Ah, uh, neither have I. Um, and it was originally sang by Pandora's Box, because the writer, the writer wanted a woman to be singing it. He wanted a, a female vocal, and the band Meatloaf wanted to record it or whatever. But then they went to court or something like that, so Meatloaf couldn't sing it. And then Celine Dion covered it and made the song popular.
0: We will actually listen to a Meatloaf album later on. Oh, gosh. Uh, there's there's going to be an episode dedicated to Meatloaf, I think.
1: I don't think I've ever just sat down and listened to Meatloaf. I don't before. think I've
0: ever heard a Meatloaf song in my life.
1: I might have heard like one just because I was interested in hearing it. Um, but the song has been used in commercials and it was covered in Glee, which is the first time I heard it, obviously. Um,. But yeah, I really like this song.
0: It was a good one. I can I can get down with this. Mm -hmm. Um, The next song, "Because You Loved Me," um, it sounds like she's singing over some Kenny G. And Mm -hmm. I've said that I've said that multiple times. I bet you. It all goes
1: back to Kenny G. If
0: anybody would (laughs) like to, that was like our worst podcast, like for sure, because it was the first. We were sitting in the
1: garage and. Yeah, it was the
0: first one we had ever it done. Was just a bad we didn't have any experience, years. especially since I had very little words, so there wasn't a lot to talk about.
1: It was also, um, but somehow it's still one of our most listened to episodes so far. I think our most listened to right now is Titanic, and then it's uh-huh. Garth Brooks, and then I think Kenny G maybe might be after that. I'm not sure.
0: Um, but like I feel like everything uh, that we've listened to so far—not everything, but a lot of the '90s stuff—and mm-hmm all that, it all somehow ties back to them... It sounds like they're singing over Kenny G. Because Kenny G is just very stereotypical uh, 90s... I guess beat is the correct word. Well,
1: here's the thing, though. We listened to Breathless, which was a 90s album. Uh-huh. And it was primarily instrumental. hmm So that influenced all... I mean, it really does. It all goes back to Kenny
0: G. The but, basics. The uh, beginning. Back to the song... um, I had my hands up waving in the sky, and that's <laughs> that's gonna be a recurring theme <laughs> throughout this album. Yeah, because yeah, this album was just hitting, dude. There I, was
1: one song I wrote that you went crazy, but I can't remember which one it was. Um, we'll get to that. But
0: she hit a high note in this song, mm-hmm. and that it blessed my soul, <laughs> like on 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 Is my this life. What you tweeted. Um, no, I think later? I I think I tweet at in, the sixth
1: song. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, I got you. Um, Yeah, is that all you had for this one? That's
0: pretty much all I had.
1: Okay, so for this one, I had also heard this one before because it was also covered on Glee. Exposing myself for listening to Glee. Um, This song was the theme song from the 1996 movie, Up Close and Personal, which personally I've never seen. I'd also never really heard of, but apparently it has Michelle Pfeiffer in it, so... That's cool.
0: How about that? Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> uh, I like this one, too, but not as much as the first one,
0: mm-hmm.
1: personally. Uh, but she hit those notes, I, and I she agree. had the choir behind her, and that added a nice depth. So, yeah. She was really starting off strong with this album. She kept yes. going.
0: Um, so, the next song, it's where the album gets its name, Falling Into You. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh my gosh, my phone about just went dark, and now my eyebrow it just... Uh Okay. <laughs> Um, they had a little bingo bongo action, you know, the...
1: Oh, yeah. A lot of bongos were in this album, yeah, actually. Yeah,
0: honestly, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, there was probably three like, or four a songs lot. that had some yeah. bongos. Um, yeah. But sh- this is the one where I was like, this sounds like Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a, a young Britney Spears in the very beginning. Um... But then as it
1: kept going, it had, like, a Kenny G and Santana vibe, too. So, mm-hmm. like, she really just went through the evolution.
0: But the chorus, the chorus in this was hitting different. Oh yeah. Um, this is the point where I was like, "Man, this album is a lot better than Let's Talk About Love so far," and I had only been three songs mm-hmm. in. Right. And uh, Let's Talk About Love got really old really quickly. So I because wasn't it was counting the my same chickens.
1: stuff over and over. Yeah,
0: I wasn't counting my chickens before they hatched because this album still had a lot of potential to get very old very oh, quickly. Yeah. Oh yeah, but, for um But. Sure. Yeah, that's pretty much all I gotta say.
1: Uh, I mean, like Nate said, she really emphasized the bongos in this. Uh, there was some snare in there, a little bit of saxophone. And this one really switched it up from the first two because, I mean, the bongos were very prominent in this song. But I like this one too. I really did like this one. Uh, I would also like to say that three weeks ago, but, well, when this comes out, it'll be four weeks ago because March 12th was the 25th anniversary of this album, right?
0: March twelfth.
1: I think it was.
0: I thought it was. I think it's March seventh.
1: March seventh. Okay. Well, is it March? Okay. Early March. Early March was the twenty fifth anniversary of this song. Um, Album. Album. Good grief. Yeah. So, but when you're listening to this, it'll also be Easter for those who celebrate. Oh yeah.
0: Happy Easter, guys. Uh, uh, Some Celine. (laughs) Go hunt those eggs. Um,
1: Listen to Celine Dion while you're at it.
0: Hippity hoppity. uh, Zippity zoppity. Uh, the album's Never Stoppity. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> oh, also, this is... We also looked up her merch. Uh-huh. And Nate...
0: <laughs> she kind of got some merch, so... Well, she um, ju- she
1: released... She has a new album out, so that's what most mm-hmm. of it is, is her new, like, album
0: But merch, some you know? of it is 25th anniversary, uh... Mm-hmm. Like, merch for this album. And there's, like, some
1: vintage stuff, too.
0: Yes, some of it is kind of hidden. Like, I could see me wearing it with, like, a little (laughs) jacket thrown over it. And maybe some... Maybe some chino pants, maybe some jeans. Uh, I don't know. We
1: have got to pull the Vans out.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. But honestly, her merch, if y'all want to go look at that, I mean, we're obviously not sponsored by Celine Dion. But, Can you imagine? Uh, Can
1: you imagine? We get sent, like, free merch from Celine Dion. Oh, my gosh.
0: Celine Dion, That'd if so there's funny. any way you're at all listening to this. I
1: mean, Nate tweeted at it. Your
0: voice is beautiful. And the long sleeve shirt of you that looks like the this album cover, but it's not this album cover, but it's in the it's in the same photo shoot. Yeah. Uh, The long sleeve shirt and it has Celine Dion on the sleeve. Um, It has like the words Celine Dion, and then on the other sleeve it says the name of the album. If I could get that,
1: you know what, Celine, I really like the the hat Uh
0: that was
1: bedazzled, and it said Boss on the front. (laughs) (laughs) Also, um. Don't listen to the first episode yeah, on we, you because we really just. We slandered you for no reason. I mean, she was talented. We, we yes. very explicitly expressed that she was talented, mm-hmm. but it was just all the same love ballad stuff, and we didn't really enjoy that. This song, however, strays away from that for the most part. Uh huh. And it was a very good album, and there's a reason why it's recommended when you go to, like, Apple Music, or, like, it's one of her top albums. Like, it makes sense.
0: We're for real talking to Celine Dion. And she's not
1: even here? Yeah, she's not. She'll never listen to this. Hey, Celine,
0: if there's any way that uh, you listen to this, I also want to say, you look very pretty on this album.
1: (laughs) Boy, and then you said she looked like, well, (laughs) But
0: in a good way. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Waluigi's best features. Yes. okay? <laughs>
0: uh. Anyways, oh my gosh. the next song is "Make You Happy." Um, okay.
1: When this first started, we had the same reaction, and I wrote this down, and we were bo- both just like, "Oh, yeah!" yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, This is the one that had like that summery type type deal going on. Yeah,
1: because I said it kind of it reminded me of like Caribbean and Jamaican music, from, uh-huh. like the beat and the instrumental of it. Yeah.
0: But Celine, you got you got me head bopping. I really thought that I was just gonna listen to, you know, this whole podcast is dedicated to Celine, so I'm just gonna talk to her rather than talking about the songs. Celine, you got you got me going. This this al this song, I really thought this album was just gonna be <laughs> a bunch gonna, of
1: you're just gonna talk to Celine, love no ballad,
0: like sappy slow stuff. Yeah, this song is not that. No,
1: it. I mean, it was really like you said, sunny day. Like it, it it's a happy song. Yes, but that's what it.
0: This this is a banger. It's like is a feel is a banger. song. It's kind uh-huh. of what it, Yeah. Um, I would play this at like my wedding. Like once you get to the reception and you have the lighthearted music and everybody's dancing and having a good time. See,
1: I put one of the other songs on a wedding playlist. Uh-huh. That I would that I, But we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love the beat. Her voice carried over nicely.
0: I feel like for ASMR. most of <laughs> these podcasts. I don't think there's been a podcast that I'm not drinking something.
1: No, it's either water or Dr. Pepper.
0: Uh-huh. Every once in a while, it's a sweet tea. Okay,
1: that's fair.
0: Uh. That's fair. Right now, I have a small little, like, baby bottle of Diet Dr. Pepper. It's only, like, 12 fluid ounces, and it's... Hold on. Take a picture of me with it, and we can post it on Twitter. If you want to... Hold on. I'm taking the picture.
1: One, two, okay. smile, Oh, uh, let me look at it. Up.
0: Oh. Um, Stay there. If you want to see uh, my baby bottle <laughs> of Diet Dr Pepper, go to at TDM Pod on Twitter. Uh, this this podcast is going good so far. I think
1: I think so. <laughs> this one, the, this Dirty Dancing, and this one uh-huh. is really us going uphill because we were kind of in a lull for a little bit. But this, yeah,
0: one. especially with like oh, Backstreet God. Boys and NSYNC. oh and yeah, just,
1: that was also, also the marathon. En- stuff. I'm also
0: enjoying the albums more so far.
1: Yeah, because we're on episode 15 now, so. Yeah,
0: so we're getting farther into the list. Uh. Man, this is just. I, I feel like this is going well. Um. <laughs> <laughs> As we're just getting sidetracked. Anyways, so how do you feel about Make You Happy? You got anything else to say about that? Uh, no. This song did make me happy. Anyways. Oh,
1: for sure. She really got the point across. Uh,
0: next song is kind of weird Seduce Me. Um, that song started off a little weird. Uh. Oh, the yeah. the transition from make you happy this this hippity hoppity bopping song to seduce me was super duper weird because she's she's just kind of whispering to you a little bit not not whispering not like as in the ball, sense not sh- as in the sense of um how Backstreet Boys whisper sweet nothings but in the sense <laughs> of like her voice is very airy it was that
1: soft yeah she yes. really breathed
0: um, into it there was a lot of breath in her yes. voice. Uh, Hold on, let me look at this tweet. He's proofreading my tweet? Uh, yes. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) Alright. Um. Oh my gosh. About to burp. Okay. Love that. Um, but it's a very emotional song. Even when Celine Dion is not...
1: I'm retweeting that on my actual Twitter. Anyway.
0: If I'm not really enjoying the song, uh, for what the song is, Mm -hmm. Celine Dion can still pull it off because her voice is so good. She...
1: Never misses. She hits every note. Yes. Like, she...
0: Have you seen that Snoop Dogg interview where he's like, that mother... Don't miss. (laughs) He don't miss.
1: Snoop Dogg narrating or just, like, Uh anything Snoop Dogg does, I love him. I have him on Snapchat Mm -hmm. and he kills me. Um, yeah. Is is that your commentary?
0: Yeah, I mean, she just... I just feel like... I feel the energy she's trying to put out with this song. All right.
1: I got... I have a decent amount to say for this one. Um, so... For this, I said, oh, we finally... What am I doing? ...hit the slow song. Okay, also, wait, time out. So, our setup has changed. We have chairs now. We're not sitting in the floor. (laughs) It's on camp chairs. In the same closet... Last week, we were in a living room, but this week, we're back in our closet. We have this step stool, but then we have the microphone on boxes. But on top of those boxes... (laughs) ...is Nate's mom's college diploma... Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's what this is sitting on right now
0: yeah and just he- the mic not the computer
1: oh yeah no the computer's still in Th- it was
0: we just put it on there because the diploma's flat it's it's not the actual paper diploma it's in like a
1: no this frame's crazy it's like not even glass it's like it's laminated into it
0: but it, it's anyway. not like we're damaging the diploma no no, no we no. just put it up there because the diploma's flat so it's not going to move the mic at all mm-hmm. oh my goodness uh, but, but yeah, we're moving up.
1: We're upgrading. Yes. Our logo will be upgrading soon.
0: Uh, from a good friend of ours. Uh, oh, yeah. shout out, uh, Z. Z-Kleazy? Yeah. <laughs> Wormhead-Kleazy. That's my dog. For Z- real.
1: Zaria. uh uh-huh. Um, yeah. And she'll be featured on a podcast at some point, too. Uh-huh. We Does she know up.
0: which one she wants to be on yet?
1: She hasn't said, no. Okay. We still have to get Roby for Adele. Uh-huh. Anyway, back to my, you know, thoughts, comments on the song. Uh, but hearing this song and then also thinking about the title, which just seduces me and then staring at her blown up album like <laughs> cover of this, it made me slightly uncomfortable, but it was also like, it was really funny. I'm not going to lie. It was,
0: that was my hand. I swear. Excuse me. <laughs> um,
1: but she hits those nose like she always does. Never misses. Um, but then that's when you made the Waluigi comment.
0: Hey, Carly <laughs> just followed me on Twitter. Hey. Thanks. No,
1: that was the diamond mine. Oh, Carly. Th- <laughs> Wait,
0: do the- you follow me on Twitter, Carly? I know you're listening to this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I told her and Rowie to listen next week.
0: Hey, is this super weird, Carly, that I'm talking to you specifically right now?
1: <laughs> you got um, so excited that it was her following you. I
0: wonder if she follows me. She has to. There's no way she doesn't.
1: <laughs> she doesn't, does she? I don't
0: either. think she does. I don't think she well, you know what? I'll follow her. I'll be the I'll be that person. I'll follow her first. And uh maybe she'll follow me. She um, probably doesn't
1: know your Twitter, honestly.
0: Carly, if you don't follow me after I follow you, we're beefing. <laughs> we are literally beefing. Okay. Oh my
1: gosh. Anyway, um But yeah, that's all I have.
0: All by Myself is the next song. Okay. Uh, we one... didn't know that just by the title, we didn't know that this was this song. What like
1: the Power Bell. Ba- yeah. by- because it was one of her most popular, uh-huh. but for some reason we were joking about how it was going to be Green Day's cover of All By Myself that Trey Cool sings. Yeah.
0: Um, but
1: um, It wasn't,
0: obviously. <laughs> this is the part where I said, isn't it weird that Celine Dion has a butthole? Isn't it weird to think about that, guys? Every single person you see, they have a butthole. There's as many buttholes in the world as there are people. Anyways, um, so <laughs> when the chorus hit, me and Laney were like, Oh, because then we recognized the song, because we didn't know it from the title, for some reason.
1: How did um, you just blow past the whole, <laughs> whatever, whatever. <laughs> Like, wind
0: out of a butthole. Anyways, um, <laughs> this song could make me cry if I was sad right when uh, I listened to it. Okay. Like, like I could be minorly miffed. Like, my day could be kind of, eh. And I would cry if I listened to this. Um. Yeah. <laughs> this song is just emotional, man. What do you got to say about it?
1: Uh. I mean, she takes it back with the slow songs, but how can you ignore this one? How can you not enjoy
0: this mm-hmm. song?
1: Even if you're sad, like, sad people listen to this. Happy people, yeah, you belt those notes along with Celine Dion, but you're not as good as her. You never will be, sorry to tell you.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the greatest, and I don't mean this lightly, this is the greatest singer of all time.
1: This is when you tweeted, and then you just lost your mind Oh, you were dude, dancing like crazy. I was
0: screaming. Like, I was going so ham. And to be fair... Me and Lainey did get caffeinated before we uh, yes, listen to this because today we had to listen to the album and then we're recording this and then we're listening to I think the longest album on our the the I would it I would uh, the Diamond albums which is Outcast it's for real this time it's their
1: speaker box and
0: it's something speaker else. box and then something love. So, something. It's a yeah. double album thing. So it's
1: two hours and 15 minutes long. So we
0: had to kind of get caffeinated to be yeah. able to keep our attention during all this. Um, but man, this the breakdown at the end of the song was just so... Oh, yeah.
1: I said it's just too good and that she's one of the greatest like singers of all it time. It was
0: like her notes were just punching me in the heart. Like, I was just feeling everything she was trying to get across.
1: And that's when we got into the fact that like even if we hate the song, whatever... Selene Dion, like we previously stated, hits her notes, mm-hmm. but then she also makes you feel it. Like, she has emotion in every single song that she sings. Yeah. Which is crazy.
0: Uh, do you have anything else to say about that? Uh,
1: no. I'm bad. Okay.
0: Declaration of Love is the next song.
1: This is the one that I said would be on the wedding playlist. Oh, yeah. I because got This up. One is like, this one is good.
0: She, she sings you... Let me just put you in this frame of mind, if you're not gonna listen to this album, which, like, I mean... Whatever. Um, She sings you this emotional song, and you're sitting there like, oh my gosh, this woman has just belted these notes to the heavens. Right. And then she kicks in the door with Declaration of Love. This hippity-hoppity, like, having fun song. And the the change of pace is just amazing. Um, She has a harmony with a choir. Uh, One of my favorite lines on here is... I Pledge Allegiance to the Declaration of Love, like, you know, where the Mm -hmm. the song gets its name. That is just awesome. They have some slap bass in here.
1: I think this might have been my favorite song on the album, actually.
0: This song hits different as well. Yeah. Um, This is... I was genuinely happy listening to this song. And I'm not, like, a sad person. I'm not... That's not what I'm getting at. But this song makes you just feel good.
1: Oh, yeah. 100%. Yes. Um... I mean, at first, I won't lie, I was hoping that this was a rap about the Declaration of Independence. Yes. That she would just switch it up completely. Uh huh. Um, but at the very beginning, she had that, like, Shania Twain, which, if I'm not mistaken, Shania Twain was, like, a really popular country singer in the 90s. hmm. And people are, like, her songs are coming back around now. But that was her entrance. That's what that reminded me of. Um, but she really gets into it. The band really gets into it. It's great. It's ke- catchy. You know, I I really love this song. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. If you don't listen to the whole album, just listen to, like, the first half of it. And or you'll be even
0: good. literally listen to All By Myself, followed mm-hmm. up by Declaration of Love, and then followed up by the next song that's coming up, which is A Natural Woman, which is the you oh, oh, make me yeah. feel. Uh, uh, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, um, she opens with this big brass like mm-hmm. hit, and I'm such a sucker for brass. I've I've expressed that on multiple of the podcasts, um, but the brass was just after you have this big fun song, and then you have these big brass hits on the next song. It just really brought the mood, uh, I guess in brought like made you feel like what. Ugh, I'm stuttering so bad.
1: It's okay. I. Why do you have lunch tray boxes in here?
0: <laughs> why like do cafe, I have
1: one? Like cafeteria school lunch trays.
0: I don't know. Okay. I mean, my mom was a cafeteria person for a little bit. Anyways, um, but the brass hits just like hit your soul. Mm-hmm. Every single one is just like, oh my gosh. And then um, it was just a nice transitioner in between uh declaration of love to something that's a little slower but still powerful. Um I didn't realize how much Celine I'd heard before. This song kind of made me realize that I've heard quite a bit of Celine Dion and I didn't know it you was didn't Celine realize Dion. It, yeah. Um really just a, a amazing singer and inspiration even. That woman is just Got the vocal cords of an angel.
1: Yeah, I think, like, going back, you said people should listen to All By Myself, Declaration of Love, and Natural Woman, but I also think you should listen to the first two as well. It's All Coming Back to Me Now and Because You Love Me, because those are just, I don't know. Just
0: listen to this album. Just
1: listen to it.
0: Um, Give it a shot. At least the first half. Like, for real.
1: Because, I mean, it's good through and through. Even the slow stuff where it kind of gets... A little, you know, whatever towards the end. Uh huh. It's. The, I mean, she redeemed herself from the first album we listened to.
0: Yeah. Um. This is such like a. I guess the only word for it is empowering. This song is yeah. just very. I don't know. I guess just makes you feel good. And I, I'm not even a woman, <laughs> <laughs> clearly. But this song is just very empowering, and I, I could I could get down with this.
1: I mean, my notes. I. Wrote down multiple times that, like, the strings, the brass, you know, the, that simple drum beat she has, it just kills it. You know, I say, Okay, the strings are killing it. Thank you for your voice, Celine. Like, and then in all caps, I wrote Orchestra, Choir, Celine. Like, yes, those were, I mean, this song was incredible. It was a great song, and honestly, Ariana Grande's, you know, Dangerous Woman. I feel like, you know, kind of takes this tagline yeah. and puts it into her song because it's sang in a very similar way. But, and I was going to say that Ariana has nothing on Celine Dion, but if you kind of think about it, Ariana Grande is like is this, this generation, generation Celine, Celine Dion. Dion. Yeah. <laughs> because that... she can hit those high notes too. Yes. And She's got like crazy. the whistle
0: tones and stuff.
1: Yeah. And this song was just like slow and smooth, but she brought it. So yeah, this song was great. But. Those are our thoughts.
0: We're saying that, but. Ariana Grande doesn't hold a candle to Celine Dion. I'm just saying that right now. I don't have any problems with Ariana Grande. Right,
1: no, she's extremely talented yes, as well. Yes,
0: but Celine Dion, I very I very firmly believe she's, is the greatest singer of all she's
1: time. She's made a mark. Yes. She, see, okay, in a previous podcast, I can't remember exactly what episode it was. Were we listening to Celine Dion's last album? Yeah, because Barbara Streisand was on it. And we made the comment of how Broadway singers are just built differently than like Hollywood, mm-hmm. you know, recording studio singers. But Celine Dion is like the gateway.
0: Yes. She's the yes. bridge
1: between the, both worlds. Kinda. I can see
0: that. Yeah. I firmly yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like,
1: yeah, okay.
0: Okay, you're you're getting okay. some facts.
1: I'm really getting into this one. I don't yeah. know why am um,
0: this this is going well.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh next song. Dreaming of you? Yeah.
0: Uh, Actually, it's Dreamin.
1: There's no G.
0: Oh, yes. dreaming of you.
1: She apostrophed that thing.
0: There was a little head bopping going on Mm -hmm. with this song. This song was hitting. Uh, it's, It's like... The way Celine Dion uses her voice, it's like the emotion and vocals just smack you in the face.
1: Every time. It really just... Every time. You
0: get what she's trying to get put across. Oh, yeah. There's only one song in this album that I feel like kind of didn't get the emotion across, which it's the last song, just because half uh, of the song is spent kind of, like,
1: yeah,
0: whispering. It was kind of weird, but we'll... But it was an outro song. We'll it was des- an outro song. We'll
1: describe it to you later.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. But all of the songs on this album, including this one, just smack you in the face with emotion. And... Uh, but this one's a little calmer, this one calm mm-hmm. calms down a little bit. It's giving me let's talk about love vibes, but in a good way,
1: yeah, I didn't write a lot for this one. I just said that she really tied in the nineties with this one because of the beat, uh-huh, I think because they all kind of had you know similar there's it's the snare, it's the prominent snare, eighties had it, nineties had it, but they're both different. You know what I'm talking about, right, yeah, yeah. Um, But I like that she doesn't really just belt and sing it out. Mm -hmm. That she kind of does like a talking thing in the beginning. So like you said, you know, it's calmer. And that's really all I had to say about it. It's another good song on this album. Mm hmm Yeah.
0: Well, the next song is I Love You.
1: I Love You. That reminds... Time out. We're going to tie in Spongebob to most things. Um, That reminds me when... They're selling chocolates. And Spongebob's <laughs> like, no, Patrick, you have to... What does he say? He
0: says... You have to uh, be
1: personable or, like... Or you
0: have to make a connection with the customer or something like that. And
1: then he rings the doorbell again, and he's like, what? And he goes, I love you. <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> and he gets and the he door slammed to- in his face. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, oh my- and then, like, the focusing. And then he shuts the door, focusing. and his eyes are like, wow, you're going to a nice place.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love Spongebob. We love Spongebob here.
1: Yeah. Um, if you couldn't um, tell from last episode... At the, the Diamond be- Mine. Oh, Yeah. Um, at the Diamond Mind Studios, we stand SpongeBob. We at th-
0: the Diamond Mind Studios, also known as my closet. Closet, my closet. My hall closet. Uh but
1: only the new or the uh early seasons, the first ones.
0: Uh-huh. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> uh, there was uh this was the song that kinda had a transition, and I love when songs on an album do that.
1: Okay, I do too, but then throughout the entire song it was like the doo doo doo, you know what I'm talking uh-huh. about. It didn't go exactly like that, but it was something like, she said do's, like, in the background. And Dreamin' of You had that throughout the entire song, right? But so did I Love You. hmm Like, Dreamin' of You started that way and kind of ended that way underneath her singing. Yes. And then I Love You started that way and had it throughout the song, too. So it was very similar in that sense, and it was kind of weird.
0: Um... It's just like, it's just another mellow song. Sorry, I just did something weird. Um,
1: Can I, did you crack your nose?
0: Yeah, totally. Um.
1: Oh, my. That's,
0: that's my nails against my teeth, lady. Have you never done that?
1: No. No, but here's the thing. It's not the sound that bothers me. It's the way, like. It the way like, I was
0: moving my nose. It looked
1: like you jerked it so hard.
0: That's pause. That's what she said. Phrase it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: no, it looks like you tried to break the cartilage, like the end off of your nose. Uh huh. I didn't like how that looked. Anyway, um, either
0: way, uh, another <laughs> another mellow song. Um, I'm fine love, with it though.
1: Yeah, it was a love ballad.
0: Not every not every song can just absolutely smack you in the face, right? Um, or else I'd get sick of it. I
1: mean. The only thing I really put, other than what we've already talked about, is that overall it's a nice song, but I just really didn't have much to say about it. Yeah.
0: So, okay. Yeah. Um, if that's what it takes... At um, this
1: point, I was kind of getting tired of listening, because we that was the 10th song, I'm pretty sure. And so we had like six more to go, and I was like, uh-oh, I'm kind of running out of steam for this yes. one.
0: Um, But for some reason, this reminds me of... I'll be there by the Jackson Five, like Okay. Uh the I'll be
1: there.
0: Uh because she's like listing off um hold on. Let me just oh, look up cards and I'll be able to
1: Wait, Carly texted me. She listened to our Dirty Dancing um uh, episode and she said I'm disappointed that Nate has not seen Dirty Dancing.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Carly. Um I'm not cultured. I apologize.
1: Uh, oh my gosh. Um, well, I didn't have much to say for this song, so I'll just put my little interjection here while you're yes typing. Uh, I just said that she's keeping it slow, and I kind of hope she picks it up in the next song because I was wearing thin on this. But I said, you yeah, know, it's a lovely little song, but I just really didn't have a lot to say.
0: So, I'll be there. The way its verses are structured mm-hmm. is it pretty much tells the the person that's the subject of the song, what they're, what they'll do for them. Um, and so, for example, they'll be like, I'll be there to comfort you. Fill my world's, fill my world with dreams around you. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that I found you. I'll be there with love that strong. I'll be your strength. I'll keep holding on. So, um, that, like, the listing off things they would do for that person kind of reminded me, uh, or er, shoot, this song kind of reminded me of how the Jackson Five is just listing off what they'll do for that person, and I'm gonna look up the lyrics for this song and see if I can uh, find example examples of that and the lyrics of this song. So if you have anything to say to the audience, yeah, go ahead. you know,
1: guys, this is a serious topic that I like to ask all my friends, and you know, the more the closer we get, the more we talk about it. I just want to ask you one thing. You can email Nate, you can comment on the YouTube channel, you can um, tweet tweet us and answer the question. Uh, but do you guys pee in the shower?
0: I- I'd pee in the shower, personally. <laughs>
1: um, oh, man. Wait, I've, we've talked about this, because I said I got that email from, like, People Magazine or something, talking about how you can get a UTI from...
0: Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I think
1: about that often. <laughs>
0: God, how can you get a UTI? Never mind. Public uh, service
1: announcement. Urinate
0: locally. Oh yeah, we did That's talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Um I want to get
1: a t-shirt that says that.
0: The Anyway. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. I know. <laughs> the way that the Jackson 5 like lists that off is similar to how in the verse she's like you're the bravest of hearts, you're the strongest of souls. You're my light in the dark, you're the place I call home, so she's talking to that person, telling them what they are what they are to her while the Jackson Five is talking to their subject, saying right, yeah, how they what they'll do for that person because of what they are to them yeah, yeah, yeah. um oh, so those two I don't know why, but my brain immediately linked those two together, and I can't unlink it in my head um. But that's pretty much all I have to say. Um, she, I, I'll, I'll get on to something uh, during the next song. But uh, okay. do, do you know what the next song is? Uh, I don't know. Oh,
1: brother, this guy
0: stinks! <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that going to be too, oh, brother, this guy stinks in a row?
1: I think I'm just going to leave us saying it. Um, That'll be good enough, because um, we recognize.
0: <laughs> but...
1: The, the song is called I Don't Know.
0: There's really not much to say about this song, in my opinion.
1: I had a... Kind of a decent amount.
0: But uh, she had some sax and electric guitar, and I'll let you say what you want about this song, and then I'm going to say something in general about the album. Okay. So you go ahead.
1: Um, okay. So the beginning beat, like the intro of this song, reminded me of Cyndi Lauper's True Colors, because it had that same like sporadic kind of Tom-sounding yes. thing, you know? Um, you know, she's keeping it slow, and I was losing focus, and I said, wake me up, Miss Dion. <laughs> wake me up. Inside. oh my god <laughs> anyway but then she switches it up and they <laughs> and they harmonize with the i don't know part mm-hmm. and then there's just like a quick little breakdown in there and then it intensifies with the beat and she just brings the power in her voice again and so i was kind of i was okay with that one she picked it up a little and she kept me interested That's
0: um all. so what i have to say about this or maybe about Celine Dion in general, but I'm mostly talking about this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of similar to the last one. How uh, Celine has like two or three sounds that she goes to. She has the upbeat hippity hoppity type. I don't know why I always use that term hippity hoppity, but it's the best way to like. It's like almost like boom bap like
1: yeah. type beats <laughs> yeah. that she
0: sings over. She'll have the power ballads and she'll have calmer stuff. Um, this album, she just does it way better than the last one. The last one, I feel like, it was just so much calm stuff that, like...
1: Did this one come out before or after?
0: For some reason, I feel like after, but I don't know that for sure.
1: When did Titanic... I'll I'll look it up. You can continue. Okay. You're talking. But,
0: basically, it's just, she does it so much better. Mm -hmm. On the last album, it was just these big love ballads, these calm songs, and... After a while, you just kind of get sick of it, so... This one
1: came out the year before. Let's Talk About Love with Titanic came out in 97.
0: Okay. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much all i got to say. Yeah. Either Uh, way.
1: uh, Next song? River
0: Deep, Mountain High. This is the one I got really hyped, because I thought it was the Celine Dion version of Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Yep. And I (laughs) literally... You got so excited. Because that (laughs) that would be amazing.
1: And then I was like, Nate, that's not the song. Hold on. I'm going to look
0: up if that's a thing. You talk about the song
1: real quick and, oh your enthusiasm kind of crashed a little um, Yeah, but i have heard this song before and i don't know where i've heard it i don't you know whatever it wasn't from glee so there's that um but you know it's a great song i'm really glad that she picked it up and i feel like this would uh, be uh, um oh she... it
0: is from glee
1: well, they didn't, they didn't <laughs> list it on the list of Celine Dion well, songs. Well, it says,
0: Glee, River Deep, Mountain High, full performance.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I heard it on Glee. Uh, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, but I'm glad she picked it up, and I feel like this would be a Broadway song. And this one was also one of my favorites.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, there is not a Celine Dion version of that song, I do no, not believe But there's
1: a Glee version, so you all go listen. Go watch um,
0: Glee. This bangs. I, I <sighs> just, this song bangs. Uh That's like your she, sentence. <laughs> she bends her voice if that makes sense. So imagine if you had a guitar and you played a note and then you bend the string and it makes the tone of the note rise slightly or lower slightly depending on how you do it. Um there's like a
1: slight warp in it when you do it. Yes,
0: she she bends her voice. Mm-hmm. Um she's like ba to get up to notes mm-hmm. on the chorus of this song and I really really like it. Um the bongos were going ham. This is another bongo song. Of course. Uh, this was where the ending was weird. It sounded like a car crash mixed with like an alien yeah, spaceship takeoff. It take was off. just
1: random. It was like the symphony, the orchestra, or whoever's playing just like...
0: Dropped all their instruments.
1: They like played their last note and then yeah, lit- literally just dropped their instruments. It was weird.
0: Uh, the next song though, unless you have something else. No,
1: I'm good.
0: Uh, Your Light. Your Light starts off with a Michael Jackson-esque scream. I've talked then- about Michael Jackson twice. Album, we love MJ. <laughs> um, well, mm, I like him.
1: Yeah, but that could get controversial because <laughs> of the kids. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this song I wrote country question mark because
0: yeah, this one was weird.
1: My jaw hit the floor when I heard that because her. I mean, it was, it, the, it sounded like verse, tr- it sounded like straight nineties country. Yes,
0: on the verse she tries really hard to have. Some sort of twang or something. Her voice doesn't sound the same. It doesn't if you sound like
1: Celine Dion. Uh,
0: the chorus saves this from being a failure of a song. I, I
1: mean, I mean, she's diverse. Yes, but she
0: was trying to show that she was the queen of music, and right. this song kind of kind of flopped a little bit. See, but.
1: okay, this album. I said Shania Twain earlier, and then she comes in with like '90s country sound. So I mm-hmm. don't know what she was going for. Because I mean, she's she's French, right? Like she's from Quebec, and like
0: well, she's French Canadian.
1: Well, yes, but she, she, she speaks She speaks fluent. French. And wasn't there another language? Spanish, too? I think. Maybe. Didn't
0: she have a Japanese song, too?
1: Yes, she did. She is
0: diverse.
1: I t- I'm, I'm, that's what I'm telling you. Either way. Um, but either way, this is still better than a lot of country songs that come out now. Um, so props to her for that, you know, for not sounding completely atrocious. But then, like you said, she was trying too hard to have that country twang. But also, she switched her voice at one part, and it sounded like Alanis Morissette, and then it kind of strays away from country when she starts... What does
0: Alanis Morissette sing?
1: "Um, You Oughta Know. Do you know that song? How does it go? And then there's... Oh, she has two songs that are, like, extremely popular. Does she sing? Uh, Alanis.
0: Ain't it fun? No, that's
1: Paramore. That's Haley Williams.
0: Oh, facts. (laughs) Uh, uh, She
1: sings... It's like, Ray! You you Oughta Know and Hand in My Pocket i got one hand in my pocket, oh. and then you ought to know, it's like, mm-hmm, to remind you, you know, do you know what that song is? Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. You, yes. you, you uh, ought
1: to know, that one.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just singing horribly, um, but yeah, she sings those songs.
0: Who sings the, it's like rain, yeah, she sings Ironic as well. Oh, yeah. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? It's like <laughs> that song bangs. Um,
1: oh my gosh! But wait, is Alanis on this list? Part of me thinks she's not.
0: I don't think so. Cause, she has some big songs, but I don't think she has a diamond album. Yeah,
1: that's true. Also, I don't. This is so random, but my freshman year of college, I think it was my first semester, I had to do a report on a famous person because there was a movie based off of it. Yeah, and it was David Foster Wallace. Who is a famous author? He ended up like committing suicide or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he had an Alanis Morissette poster on his wall. He was like a huge fan of Alanis. I don't know.
0: That's crazy. I thought it was kind of weird. That is kind of weird. Whatever. Either way, call the man. The angels be singing.
1: Oh, uh, I for some reason this says angelic shorts. But I know I meant to say chorus.
0: Oh, I thought you meant <laughs> or, like, to say shorts. Uh. <laughs> the, an- the angels are singing though, but the beat sounds like Minecraft note blocks.
1: Okay, but the the, the angelic sound though also reminded me of like a Disney princess movie or something uh-huh. where they have those typical songs.
0: But uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this, and I don't know if you feel the same. Mm-hmm. These last two songs sucked.
1: Oh, it was boring. Yeah. And I didn't have a lot to say about this one, and I hope that she- I wrote, I hope she ends this album strongly. And she, uh, she did not. know. it was different though. But there was just, some
0: guitar in the song. That kind of okay. It yeah. didn't. It didn't save it though.
1: Yeah, it. This wasn't the best. So if you listen to the album, you can skip the last two.
0: Yeah, unless you mm. like being bored.
1: Honestly, you can skip the last three.
0: <laughs> okay, but the next song. Unless you have something to say? No, I'm Okay, good. was fly, mm-hmm. and I wrote, I hope this song is fly, and it was not. This song is not I wrote, fly.
1: I wrote the heavy breathing. Celine, please pick it up. Uh, and then, <laughs> it was, yeah. I'm
0: kind of upset that she did this to this album. That the last few songs are just not as good, and it mellows out towards like the, the last six songs, but the last three are just not very good. I'm kind of upset she did that.
1: Uh, yeah, I am too. Because
0: this album, if it was just the first ten songs,
1: because yeah,
0: it would. This this would be very high. Or if on she this ended
1: list. this song with like "River Deep, Mountain High," yes, and pushed the the three up. You know, like. Uh-huh. She could have done that because I don't like the whispering and how slow this was. Because the whispering lasted for the like first half of the song,
0: literally. Then she
1: sings and then whispers again for the last like thirty seconds to a minute. Uh-huh. And this song was two fifty eight. So,
0: this song is like a lullaby. Really,
1: it, it it like her voice when she did sing though it was very prominent because in other songs she blends with the instruments, but this one like her voice was. You could you could hear the whispers. Trust me, it's like she was all up on the mic.
0: It's just just talking. It's weird to me that you have big powerful songs on this, like uh, "You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman" and uh, "All by Myself." And then she ends it off. She ends off the album with a quiet whispering song, like "Come on, Celine."
1: I mean, like you said, it was like a lullaby, or she was talking to her child, or something. I don't know. I mean, she hit those high notes. Yes, those are probably the Always. highest notes that we've heard her hit this far in the song. I think, or this far in like her albums in general. I mean, it was a pretty high note, and she hit that. Yeah. Um, but I wish it had. A, I wish it had been a stronger finish. You know, and this one kind of made me cringe. Like it made my toes like curl, curl like, up. tense up. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like this one. Um, and so. At the beginning of the album, we thought this was going to be the highest on the list that we had listened to so far. But now, after fully listening to it all and talking about all of it, where do you actually place it? 40s. Because Matchbox 20 and Santana...
0: They were in my 30s, I think.
1: They were pretty high. I think they were the highest that we had Um, had.
0: This is definitely below them. Um, Which sucks, because if she hadn't put in the last parts, it would have been... This would have been in my twenties.
1: This has been way. No, loving. no
0: lie. I loved this for the first for the first ten songs. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cause like, even when she mellowed out on songs like seven through ten or eight through ten or whatever, um, they were still good songs. But then she just mellowed out so much towards the end, and then she threw in that weird country twang song, that it was just like I don't I don't know I just it really. The fact that it dropped the album potentially like 20 to 25 spots, that's just a shame. Um, I know. But yeah, 40s probably 40s. for me.
1: I can, yeah, I can get on board with that because it was a great album. And then there were those songs that just really brought it down. So yeah.
0: You got anything else to say about this? Nope. Okay, well, um, this has been the Diamond Mine Podcast. With Nate Laney, we'll be back at you next podcast with Outcast.